Jersey. This is That Oneness Guy, a podcast covering the many aspects and elements that embody oneness. I am your host, Danny Rongo. Happy holidays to one and all. This is my official jingling ling ling. As an author, playwright, singer, songwriter, and activist, I am spreading my message of oneness basically to anyone who will listen. Hey folks, hope all is well as we close in on the holidays of 2018. First, I have to make a very special announcement. For those who are not aware, my book entitled I Am God and So Are You, My Friend, A Common Man's Guide to Oneness is now available. Yay! It was officially released just a few weeks ago by my publisher, Balboa Press. Thank you to all my friends at Balboa Press for your great job. It's available in a hardcover, a paperback, and an ebook format for those who are into Kindle and the like. And is now available globally via all of your major retailers like Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, etc. And just so you know, as I arrange some book signing events through Balboa Press, it will soon be available in all of your brick-and-mortar stores very soon. And that's where I hope to meet you at one of those said events. So, let's get back to podcasting. You're listening to episode number eight, A Guide for Oneness. So why'd I do it? Okay. For those who have been following along, you know that so far in the first seven episodes, I've touched on some of the initial aspects of oneness as it pertains to the info that you'll find when you read the book. And for what it's worth, I really hope that you do as it makes a great gift for the holidays. And it also helps to enlighten us one and all regarding oneness I've discussed a basic introduction to oneness that started from the the physical and led to the spiritual side of things. And speaking of spiritual, I touched on the acronym STEVELS, which we know that now represents what we are, which is in spirit, thought, energy, vibration, love, and soul. And that led, uh, I believe, probably like to episode number three, which was the word acceptance and how that plays such a big role in oneness. We also discussed in one of the prior episodes uh, the many opposites and ironies that we face in life and how important it is to think about what we think about. And we also touched base on our beautiful blue sphere that I call our Mother Earth. So for this episode, and especially upon the release of the book, I figured to take a moment, or an episode I should say, and discuss like why I did this in the first place. Okay? But before we get to the actual information, first, as always, I'd like to introduce you to the track you just heard for today's introduction. That was a song of mine called, And Then There's Love. That is one of the 15 songs featured on my most current CD called One Bass, One Voice, Simply One Song, which can be found on either my website, which is dannyrongo.com, or you can get that on iTunes, Amazon, or any of your favorite downloading sites. Um... I will also close out this episode with another section of that song, so I hope you stick around to hear the end of this episode so you'll hear more of it. So, okay, episode number eight, A Guide for Oneness. 
So why'd I do it? All right, here we go. Okay, why did I write a book about oneness? First of all, if you did already purchase the book, I want to say thank you. It means a lot to me as you are now a person like myself who's become eager to gain another perspective on spirituality in general and and more specifically oneness, I should say. Now, I don't know if you know this, but I actually changed the title of the book. It started out, I was just going to call it I Am God and So Are You, The Book of Oneness. And I changed it to I Am God and So Are You, My Friend, A Common Man's Guide to Oneness. Now, I did that for very specific reasons, okay? First and foremost, I think you'll find out immediately that I am, dare I say, a regular guy. I didn't want to give out any mixed messages just just in case you thought I was, you know, like a Tibetan monk who spent nine years sitting in lotus position while meditating on the contents of this book. Not that I have anything against monks or anyone from Tibet, as I fully relate to Buddhism. And I also do not have a track record to speak of like other notable authors and messages who have come before me, as this is my first book. And as I'm speaking to you now, I am a 57-year-old married man, currently making a living as a musician, a singer-songwriter, and a playwright who spends his days helping special-needs children as a paraprofessional. Now, uh, I don't know if that falls under the regular guy definition for you, but it has to come pretty close, I would think. So I needed the title to get that across in some way, shape, or form. You know, like, not that I consider myself or anyone reading this as quote-unquote common. I just didn't want potential readers to think in any way that this is, you know, just another spiritual book that I may not be able to relate to. I am just like you in many ways. And that's the perfect introduction to oneness because we are all connected. So yes, if you've been following along with these episodes, you know that you and I are connected. Regardless of where you were born, the color of your skin, or the language you speak. If you're listening to these words right now, you and I are one, my friends. And as we go further, you'll get the sense that I that I am very relatable and, and easy to understand. And I do have a unique way of getting a point across. Now, as it pertains to the book, I feel that a book that can transcend what we've learned and been conditioned to for centuries has to come from that vantage point, okay? It has to be easy to understand. Now... I've read literally hundreds of spiritual and self-help books over the past 40 years. They've all added wonderful pieces to the fabric that makes up the tapestry that my mom called her Danny Boy. I've retained so much from all those books, and they've all helped me to take me to the spiritual place that I'm at right now. Yet through it all, I've always been me. So when I wrote my musical which is the phone call, a musical to inspire your oneness, and in turn, my book, I wanted it to really convey who I am. Now, you may recognize some words or phrase I'll be discussing, but it will come across as different 
And that's what I want. When you read the book, I want your experience of it to be as unique as I am and as unique as you are. I know that you and someone else reading the exact same paragraph of the book can have two totally different opinions, and that's great because therein lies the beauty of what we are. We are individuals bonded inherently at our very core, yet able to process, choose, and decide as uniquely as our own fingerprints. And what really blows me away is, is knowing that everything I've ever done has led me to this point. Like My journey, like yours, has been a wild one, okay? Schools, friends, loves, losses, jobs, bills, heartache after heartache. You get the drift. In that sense, too, we're all the same. But I noticed a specific trend in my life from very early on, especially when it came to my creativity as a lyricist and poet. I noticed that everything I was writing had a common theme of caring, peace, and oneness. Now, I guess that was due to the inspiration I received initially in my teens, as that's when I first started reading books by the late Dr. Wayne Dyer. So now here I was writing either lyrics for my songs or poems, all with the same core, and that was oneness. So as the decades passed and I continued writing as well as reading, my spirituality grew and my inquisitiveness expanded especially as it pertained to oneness. It baffled me then, as it does to this day, how most people on this planet just don't get it. I mean, I see how and why their belief system, which for all intents and purposes was introduced to them by their parents, may have led them to thoughts of being separate. I get that. Now, in most cases, we believe what our parents told us when we were kids, and that's fine. All we have as children is what we learn from mom and dad and that we need to struggle to get ahead, that no one's going to help us, that we have to take matters into our own hands. Now, those aren't bad pieces of advice to give children necessarily, but it's, it's those exact thoughts of, you know, quote-unquote, hey, you're on your own, that start us building ego-driven walls of separation, now, my hope is that the thoughts and messages I convey in my book regarding oneness will take some pressure off of your life. Our lives, especially nowadays, I have to tell you guys, are so you know stress-filled, it, 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 boggles, it boggles my mind. Throughout the book, you'll understand how the inclusion that oneness represents can take away much, if not all, of that stress. Now... This book of mine, as I'm sure you can surmise, comes at a crucial time for our society. Our world, as we see it and experience it firsthand, has approached a boiling point. The hatred and divisiveness that now run rampant through our, through our world have become the predominant energy that manifests into daily life for us all. So if you just watch TV, listen to the radio, or browse the internet, you see what's happening. Now, I've written my book because every ounce of my being 
gets slowly ripped apart when I see these daily occurrences. Honestly, folks, it, it, it breaks my heart. And here's why. Because I know this is not how it's supposed to be. Because I know that our world is in the state it is because we took it here. And most importantly, because I know that we have the capacity to turn this train wreck around. And I have this emphatic knowing because of oneness. Now, people have asked me if I think this topic of oneness is relevant. Like, relevant? Are you kidding me? It goes so far beyond relevancy. I'm here to tell you that for what it's worth, that this is our last chance to save humanity. Oneness must become the creed of our race, the human race. And what exactly does oneness require from us? Simple. To understand that we are all one and connected at our very core. See, the same life force that flows through a tree when it sprouts buds in springtime is exactly what flows through us. Now, when we fully understand that, the thought of doing harm to someone in any way is eradicated. Hatred ends. Divisiveness ends. Separation ends. And war never begins. In this book, I will show you how we are inherently connected. You will see how our world is in this state because of our collective consciousness. And you will see how it will take another collective consciousness to put things back in order because our lives, and specifically our children's lives, are at stake. Although this is an extremely urgent matter in my eyes, I wrote my book in as lighthearted a manner as possible from that, again, quote-unquote, common man perspective. As with my musical that relays much of the same message, my book for you will, it will, you know, is, I should say, not will be, but is informative and educational, and there's times when you'll laugh and cry. So, here we are. It's December 15th, 2018 getting close to the Santa time. That's right. I just uh, had a Christmas show at one of the senior places that I sing in on a monthly basis, and I sang some sing some uh, Christmas songs, which was great. They enjoyed it. So needless to say, folks, the holidays are upon us, and so is the warmth and undeniable feeling of unity and love that comes with it. You feel it. We all feel it. Have you ever asked yourself, why we all get this warm feeling during the holidays. And no, it's not because of the booze, although that does help. <laughs> it's because we've been conditioned to recognize that the month of December symbolizes a time of peace, love, and reflection. And that's a great thing. Now, granted, we've become conditioned because in most cases it was our parents driving home this message since we were kids, right? Now, so, for much of our lives, it could fall under maybe the creatures of habit category. But why did it stay with us as we journeyed deeper into adulthood, if you may? 
Why didn't those feelings just dissipate as we grew into what became our own values on life? I'll tell you why it didn't change. And why in some cases, like my own, those warm holiday feelings even became stronger. Because those feelings represent oneness. Like you'll read in my book, as we get older, we naturally gravitate towards the many aspects of oneness. It's a natural progression for our journey here on earth. We care more. We love more. And we naturally move further and further away from ego-related thoughts and actions. These are all indications that we're understanding oneness. So we view the holidays like they're meant to be viewed. From the premise of peace, love, and oneness. Now, the trick here is to keep these warm and fuzzy feelings beyond the month of December. Now that, right, that seems to be difficult for a lot of us. Hey, it's just as hard for me as it is for you. But because I understand the concept of oneness, I'm able to catch myself when I approach a pitfall. And most times, those pitfalls come from just an ego-related thought. And once you start to recognize those thoughts, you're able to stop before you act on them. So, to answer why did I do it, why did I write a book about oneness, I'll need you to read the book to find out the full answer to that question. But the short and skinny answer and something that you'll find out in the very first pages of the book is that my mom told me to do it. So, thank you again for listening to the podcast I'm calling That Oneness Guy. This has been episode number eight, A Guide for Oneness, So Why'd I Do It? If you like what you've been listening to, please take a moment to subscribe to this feed either on my website, dannyrongo.com, at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or at my podcast website. Podcast, how do you like that? <laughs> or at my podcast website, courtesy of Buzzsprout. I'm going to go I'm gonna go public with that and make that a hashtag, podcast. You can find that at buzzsprout.com and just search for that oneness guy. And please, folks, by all means, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook so you can stay in touch with all things oneness and especially my book. Again, I am God, and so are you, my friend, A Common Man's Guide to Oneness, which, as I mentioned earlier, is now available everywhere. So if I do not happen to post another episode over the next few weeks, I sincerely want to wish each and every one of you listening a blessed Christmas and holiday season and a spectacular 2019. Okay, again, my name is Danny Rongo. Please look for my next show. And until then, I send you, as always, peace, love, light, and continued oneness. Namaste. There's love in moments caught in time and then there's love to 
my 